What's up, everybody? This is Titan. Welcome to Titancast. Today, we're not. We're taking a break from Minecraft. Take a short break from Minecraft. Why? Because I just reviewed my Iron episode, and something interesting happened, to say the least. Turns out, I jinxed myself. In the Iron episode, I said I did not have to fight many mobs, so I should. So I wouldn't, I shouldn't need a shield. Do you want to know what happens in the very next episode that I try to record, but doesn't process? I get husked, witched, creepered, and endermen. Three of which in one night. <laughs> and then I was like, why? And then I just reviewed my iron episode. I, like, I shouldn't need a shield. Famous last words. Anyway, we're doing some Pokemon theorizing and reactions to the the new game that's coming out next week, the week a week from when I'm recording this. Well, I had recorded a previous one, but it didn't process. It's the audio. You can see why I'm starting to get a bit frustrated. Anyway, so I was about to cover the Scarlet and Violet books that were just announced. So, there are two monsters, one in each book, Great Tusk and Iron Tread. Both of them look like Dawn Fan. It's, okay, Dawn, like, Mega Dawn Fan, Mecha Dawn Fan. <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to evolve from Dawn Fan. Like, that's just my theory. They're going to evolve from Dawn Fan, because in screenshots of the book, it shows a sketch of the actual beast, then it shows a wildlife picture of said beast. And Iron Treads, especially, looks like a Dawn fan. Like, if you, from the perspective, it looks like a Dawn fan. So, they're Dawn fans. They look like Dawn fans. And this one has the ears of Dawn fan, the Great Tusk, so, yeah. And now, we're gonna react to the Pokemon that we know and love. Spragato Rikoko Quagli. Rikoko, love the boy. Spragato, nah. Quagli. What crater? It is right mine when pick a Pokemon whose head does not like to get dirty. Karina Maridon. Maridon looks sick. He looks like he, he looks like an astral bike. Like a like a flying like space bike. Armorog. Don't say it bolsters its defenses when it's but when its key move is armor cannon, which lets you blast your armor but lowers your defense and special defense. Belly bolt. He's a cute boy. Third ledge. Oh, hallelujah! I mean, okay. Two the key difference between armor oak and third ledge is their armor. Armor oak. This belongs to a great master, third ledge. He found dons an old set of armor. Steeped with grudges. Yeah. And they're fighting shots. Armor Oak, head on. Third Ledge is just like, <laughs> I'm a sneaky boy. The Titan, upper jaw, freezes the environment. Because why not? Cyclozar. Is Cyclozar. Ferrophograph is a beast. Fido, bounces the beat of its own. I'm going to go in depth. I'm just summarizing. Bounce the beat of his own drum. Gimme ghoul. 
This he kind of reminds me of some Mr. Krabs thing in SpongeBob. Cha-ching, 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 worry. There's nothing at all that's the feeling of greed. Rafi, you should be in jail. Grievart, everything I look for in Pokemon in a single Pokemon. Cloth, beast, the chunk, the chunky pig that holds the whole game together. Tubby and Looper. Small Luke. Veteran Lucas will love this boy. Tommy. How many Pikachu clones will we have, people? And Wiggler. It's not a regional variant, people. It clearly says on the website. Okay. Now, we're going to go in-depth. Because that was just me. Yeah. Just summarizing. It took me like five minutes for the summary. A lot of this, like, no, like, less than five minutes to do the summary. So I need to go more in-depth. Sprigato. Egotistical. From, like, my the first sense. I can tell from the first sense before the comma. Okay, Sprigato. Capricious and attention-seeking. Hmm. It may sulk if it sees a stranger giving attention to a Pokemon other than itself. That's okay. Overgrow. Low on health? Grasslight moves stronger. Fuecoco. Fuecoco's laid back and thing, does things at its own pace. It's bounces. It should have its own tempo. It should have own tempo ability. Loves to eat and will sprint toward any food it finds with a glitch in its eye. Like, ooh, food. And he's. Must be not. Thanksgiving. I'm just thinking Thanksgiving. Blaze, kind of like overgrowth, but for fire types. Quagly. Quagly, the cute little boy. He's cute. Torn ability, same as with the other starters, but with water type. The serious man of Pokemon will feed, follow in its trainer's wake. It's tidy, especially just like she gets head dirty. No. We don't need another Dartrix. Maridon and Kuraido, the two legendaries, we don't have any stats on them, because Pokemon refuses to release their abilities. Armorogue, I'm going to read this little card. Just kidding, no, I'm going to read this. Okay, yeah, I'm reading this little card, because if you don't put up a description, I'm reading this card. set of armor belongs to a distinguished warrior, and is the source of the energy used for its psychic-type moves. It also uses the psychic capabilities of its armor to... Okay, hold on. I accidentally... My mic fell, and it hit the computer that I'm reading this off of. Armor Oak set of armor. It also uses the psychic capability of this armor to control the fire energy within its body and unleash attacks. Okay. It lives by the principle of a fair fight. Armorog believes in a fair fight and will challenge an opponent head on no matter how much stronger that opponent is. Specializes in using its sturdy armor to bolster its defenses and take down an enemy with its high firepower. What the heck? We, no! Armor Cannon! Armor Cannon's fire type special move in which Armorog moves it, both its pauldrons, you know, the steel shoulder pads of like armor. To its hands, puts its arms together to form a cannon, allowing it to shoot its own armor 
Texas defenses. Then did the next card say it loses its defensive special defense of its special move? I sorry, sorry for yelling, but come on, Billy Bolt. He's cute. He has electromorphism and static. New Pokemon. Okay, time to read the card. Belly Bowl expands and contracts its elastic body to generate electricity in an organ that looks like a belly button. <laughs> That's a weird detail. This this organ on his body looks like a belly button and it generates all his electricity. This huge amount of electricity generated this way is then discharged from the two bumpers on either side of its head that resemble eyeballs. Oh my gosh. I thought the two dots were his nose. No, they're his eyes. I can't unsee it. Holy cow. I thought the thing, it looked dorky because of the things in its side. But no. No. The eyes of the two little dots above the mouth. No, they're not on the side of his head. No, they're just organs that produce that discharge. That electricity produced by his belly button. Pokemon. Its actual eyes are adorably small and round, so when it tries to be intimidating, it puts its eye-like bumps to good use. Yeah. It's difficult to train Belly Bolt to initiate a battle without being attacked first. After the sun sets, you can hear the strange sounds coming from Belly Bolt's habitat. The noise is not Belly Bolt's price, but sound emitting from their stomachs. It is known that this sound signals that they are hungry. Okay. It's already got a belly but electromorphism. Belly bolt's ability electromorphism electromorphosis actually no, is an ability appearing for the first time okay. Belly's its body becomes charged when hit by attack, boosting the power of the next electric type moves it uses. Wow. Sarah Duage His look is like I don't care. He has to I don't care. Time to read the cards, because all his, his upper card says, You will be able to encounter Serdulich in Pokemon Fireditch. Serdulich dons an old set of armor, steeped in grudges, and wields blades made of fire, and I'm going to say regret, my computer just fell, and ghost energy. Okay. In battle, these blades transform to great swords to increase Serdulich's power. Cuts from these great swords leave wounds from which life energy will flow. Willing to do anything to win. Sirtilich prefers close quarters combat and isn't above using tactics such as sneak attacks and surprise attacks to win a battle. He uses its quick moves to capitalize on its opponent's blind spots. Then closes the distance to slash his opponent with large blades. I can't make this stuff up, guys. Oh boy. New move, Bitterblade. Bitterblade's a fire-type physical move that gathers the lingering regrets of the fallen into Sirtulege's swords, allowing it to focus that bitterness into a slashing attack. The swords then absorb life energy from wounds they made, and the user's HP is restored by up to half the damage taken by the target. Sorry if I'm starting to yell, but that's insane. Just, oh, I cut you. I drain. Not only does your life energy flow, I heal. You get damage. Oh my gosh. It's a titan. He doesn't have anything in his upper card except for the titan. <laughs>
Can even Deck five slush rush ability. Slush rush is basically you get basically in Blizzard you faster. Strong muscles and thick blubber. So Titan needs to have tough muscles to be able to support their immense bodies and physical attack using their bodies have incredible power. They also migrate around the snowy regions, protected by a thick layer of sub subcutaneous fat. The Titan has five horns. Among the, the horn of the upper jaw is able to gather ice energy, making the surrounding temperature extremely low, freezing the area around the focus. Does that remind you of Glace? Does that remind anybody of Glaceon? It does to me. It kind of reminds me of Glaceon. Like, oh, it can control the temperature around it. Cyclazard, my theory, he's evolving into the legends. He accepts skin, which has a one third chance of non volatile effects being healed. Pokemon that lives with humans. This Pokemon has lived in many households in the Paralia region since ancient times. It has a mild disposition, and people riding Cyclozard are a very common sight. It appears Cyclozard doesn't mind being ridden because the words of the rider help stay off the cold. Body optimized running. Cyclozard can sprint at over 70 miles per hour while carrying a human. Its extremely hard hat and thick tail are not only useful for maintaining balance and absorbing shots while sprinting, they also provide effective ways to attack during battle. If you could go 70 miles per hour while carrying a human, you would, how how fast will you go if you're not carrying a human? Holy cow! New move, Shed Tail. The user creates a substitute himself using its own HP before switching places with a party Pokemon and waiting. Basically, you turn and substitute in a single move. Horathograph. It's the evolved form of the Grafferig. As a result of its evolution, the head of its main body and the head from the tail have become wood. And the head, both of Horathograph's brains are connected through thick nerves, increasing its psychic energy. And can emit psychic waves from the antenna on its it's always mindful of its surroundings, and while it can detect danger in an instant, there are times when its body cannot react as fast as the two brains can think. It has two brains, people. Two brains. And from its tail is equipped for offense and defense. The thick, sturdy tail from tail. The thick, sturdy head. The thick, sturdy head from its tail provides a good defense for the head of the main body. When the head from the tail closes its mouth, Ferrothograph whips its long neck around an attack that deals brutal damage, physical damage. The force of this attack is able to is said to be able to polarize stone and crush steel beams. Ferrothograph's ability, cut you is a new ability. When a Pokemon with this ability eats a berry, it will eat it one more time at the end of the turn. Next turn. Armor tail. Is another new ability. It, it makes opposing Pokemon unable to use priority moves. Eat it, Rilla Boom! Eat it. I've heard tangents about Grassy Glide and Grassy Terrain. Fido! It's a belly? Oh, except though. Basically, it bounces to the beat of its own drum. And it, it can't be confused. This Pokemon has a smooth, smooth feeling to it. Fido's moist skin and carry has elastic qualities and is both firm and soft at the same time. When these Pokemon
not become excited. They intimidate their opponents by puffing their bodies to appear bigger. Why do you have own tempo without intimidate? Okay, if it was own tempo and intimidate, fine. But it's just own tempo. There's no intimidate. It talks about intimidate in the in the card, but there's no intimidate ability. Sorry for yelling again. I'm just like. Breath contains useful yeast. Final ferments things ferments things and sensitivity using the yeast in its breath. Said yeast is useful for cooking. So this Pokemon has been protected by people since long ago. Like, oh, you make yeast? Guard it with your life. Gimme Ghoul's chest form. I have a theory about this guy. He has two forms, roaming form and chest form. Chest form, he's in his chest and manipulates people to put coins in his chest. And free roaming form, he's running with a single coin. My theory is that when he Gimme Ghoul finds an antique chest in roaming form, he jumps into the chest and uses his ghostly influence. That's my theory. Okay. It hides inside a treasure chest and moves. You know what? I'm not going to. There are four cards! Grafai. Grafai is nocturnal. Once the sun sets, it licks its hands and fingers to cover them in poison. <laughs> then he uses them to drop batters on the trees in its territory. The poisonous saliva it uses to paralyze its bug Pokemon, which are drawn to the saliva's sweet fragrance. That when dawn draws near, Grafai goes to collect any incapacitated. Encapacitated prey. There we go. When Grafai senses danger, it points in the saliva, somehow becomes even more toxic. This Pokemon specializes in using its poisoned saliva, which change color depending on what the Pokemon eats. This is from the site itself. I'm not making this up, guys. You can go to scarletpokemon.com, well, scarletplay.pokemon.com, and you can read this stuff on for yourself. To attack foes by spitting at them or by slashing at them after coating its claws with saliva. When Burfai senses danger, its poison rapidly becomes concentrated, resulting in potent toxin that, once absorbed, will immobilize the victim for three whole days. Okay. Unburdened, basically, if it loses fire, it doubles in speed. Poison touch. Dragon Tail. Or circle throw. Using either of those moves, the victim becomes poisoned. Grievard. It lurks underground and jumps out making eerie cries. Normally, Grievard barely moves, resting peacefully underground. It pokes the topmost part of its head about the ground and lights an eerie glow at it. Then waits for someone to approach. When a person draws near, a Grievard jumps out of the ground. While laying out a spooky cry that would startle most unsuspecting people. However, it doesn't appear to do this with ill intent. It's friendly and easily gets loaned, but make sure not to play with it too much. Why? Grievard has such a friendly and affectionate personality that paying it even the slightest bit of attention will make you so overjoyed that it will follow you wherever you go. All the Pokemon residing in the world near you is not especially to easy to be friend. However, Grievard will slowly and inadvertently absorb the life force of those around it. So it's best not to play with it too much. Oh, imagine if you just like as a pet store is like, here, make sure you don't play with it too much. Why? It will steal your life force. I'm sorry, Grievard.
Pokemon, but you're cute. You're a ghost dog. My two favorite kind of Pokemon. We don't have any dog starters. Okay, spinning. Okay, this is cloth. Spinning eyes leave no blind spots. So this is anti third leg. Cloth can rotate protruding eyeballs to see everything around it, eliminating all the blind spots. It latches upside down onto cliffs to ambush its prey from above. However, cloth eventually gets dizzy from the blood rushing to its head, so it can't stay upside down. For too long, claws are both strong and exterior. Claws, claws can hold onto things very tightly, not letting prey go once with in its grasp. It uses one claw to hold an opponent in place while using the other to break its guard and hit it where it hurts. <laughs> Even if a claw loses a claw in battle or elsewhere, it will claw back after a while. In certain parts of the phone, you cloth claws are considered a valuable cooking ingredient. So if you find a claw, just Every time it loses a claw, just grab it and sell it. Easy source of money. New ability, Anger Shell. Once it gets to half or lower health, it increases its attack, special attack, and speed at the cost of its defense and special defense. And it also has shell armor, which means you can't lead critical attacks. That's good. Let's chunk. As... Aroma Veil and Gluttony. Gluttony, you eat your berries quicker. Aroma Veil. Moves that stop you from doing things are unaffected. Do not affect this quicker. A Gourmand. Gourmand? Gourmand? A Gourmand Pokemon? No! No! I'm having flashbacks to Wildcats. Any of you guys, when you were little, watched Wildcats? It's a good show. Gourmand! How dare you? How dare you, Lechonk? That's the only thing I hate about you. You're Gourmand. Lechonk uses its senses to smell, to smell to find and eat only the most fragrant wild grass from the richest berries. As a result of its dining habits, it has become radiant. It, come, it has come to radiate an aroma resembling herbs that both Pokemon dislike. So both Pokemon will leave you alone. Timid and faint-hearted, but also strong. If attacked by an opponent and startled, it will charge hard in a panic. It may appear fat at first glance, but in reality, the Pokemon's body is mostly bustle, built by constantly walking around in search of food. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm getting way excited for this game. In any, okay, this is probably an old word. They live on the land and cover their bodies with a poisonous snow. Okay. In ancient times, Whopper lived underwater in the Palatino region. Yes, they did in every region. But it seems after losing in a struggle for territory, they began living in bogs on land. They keep from to keep from drying out while living on land, they began to cover their bodies with a poisonous film. Powerful poisonous liquid emits through their tough gill. These Whopper's gills have hardened thanks to living on the land for for so long, their bodies are heavy and they move slowly, but they can protect themselves by shooting powerful poisonous liquid from their gills. You may see poisoned Pokemon in areas where these loopers where these loopers live. This ability is poison poison. You hit me, you get poisoned. Water absorbed. You hit me with water, I heal. Oh, Pommy. Pikachu clone. It's a Pikachu clone, guys. We got another Pikachu clone. In addition to the... Oh, okay. Electricity, electricity charging organs on its forepaws. Okay, that's new. 
In addition to electric Saxman's cheeks, oh boy, Pommy has electricity discharging organs on its forepaws. It generates electricity by rubbing its cheeks and it shocks its opponents by touching them with the pads on its forepaws. So basically, it can rub its hands together, shell clear, like, like, I, I imagine EMTs having this, because they can even rub, they can just have a palm rub their hands together, say clear, and it just brings, like, resuscitate someone. Thick fur that stores electricity. Not only is the fur that comes to the body good insulation against the cold, but also serves the purpose of storing electricity. When it feels uneasy, this cautious Pokemon will begin rubbing its cheeks, preparing itself to discharge an electric shock. Small live. The oil that comes out of its head has a very strong bitter taste, and it is not suitable for consumption. When startled or attacked, Smolov will shoot this oil out, slowing its opponents down. It will then seize that moment to run away, fine without eating or drinking. In the fruit of its honest head, Smolov source oil made from nutrients gathers through photosynthesis. As a result, it can go for a week without eating or drinking. It prefers dry and sunny climates as it seems to spend its days sunbathing. Good for it. Good for good for that Pokemon. Good for Smolov. Wiglet. It, it said that Wiglet resembles to a Diglet might be mere coincidence. It's a result of its adaptation to its environment. Though it may closely resemble different, it's a completely different Pokemon. It may look like Diglett, but it's actually a completely different species of Pokemon. Wiglet pokes out, pokes a pot of its body out of the sun. To feed it in the ocean, it was, it's still unclear what the, I'm trying to do pre, Professor Oak impression, what the rest of the body, of its body hidden in the sand is like, or how long it might be. Now I sound like a 90s documentary person. Okay, I'm not doing, I'm not doing imitations anymore. Boasting an exceptional sense of smell, Wiggly is able to pick up scents from over 60 feet away. It has a skittish disposition and is constantly cautious of its surroundings. And I just went weird. When it notices the scent of other Pokemon, Wiglet burrows into the sand to conceal itself. And that's all the Pokemon that have been announced in my theory. Anyway, special announcement. I have gone international. People, 7% of you guys are in France. And 7% of you are in the UK. While the rest of you guys are from the United States of America. Thank you everybody. Mercy, thank you for your support. So, thank you. Anyway, that, that's my episode. Thank you guys. Goodbye. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. As always, I'm on Apple, Spotify, Podvine, or wherever you're listening right now. In the episode notes, you'll find, drumroll please, links. Links to what? A, my website where you can leave a message. B, to my voice recording. 
and see any links that I use to add into the podcast. This is the general one. This episode that I'm recording this first on is does not have any links apart from the Pokemon Scarlet scarletviolet.pokemon.com Anyway, thank you all for listening. Have a good day, night, whenever you are listening. Bye!